Oh, nice, nice. So, Bader, remember to record. Smart. There we go. I like, I like that you're getting better at this. It only took us about 19 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> For this one, I want um, Danielle to get started with this one because he had the predictions. We'll make it funny, so it's all good. It's okay, we only got. 10 viewers, so it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> There's four right here, and we got yeah. our wives, so that's whoa. eight. And there's a guy whoa. in New Zealand whoa. watching us. We have uh, so much <laughs> love for our 10 viewers. <laughs> Why yeah. are you belittling our viewers? They take the time to listen to us, man. Yeah. Uh, I, f- I feel like if we went to like a thousand viewers, then I, then I was going to be like, I don't talk to poor people anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. What Obeid, is it called? Obeid set you up for failure that yeah. night. Yeah. Right away. <laughs> yeah. Is this what I get for trading with you? That's what you get. Wait, you guys actually did that trade? Yeah, we did yeah, the trade. Yeah, I went through. I'm trying to do a trade with Ibrahim, but he's... We, uh... we, we talking after this podcast, man. I'm okay, busy. Okay. I'm sorry. So, Ibrahim, Jarvis Landry's hurt, by the way. That's why I'm trying to trade him Jamar Chase. Shh. Shh. No talking. All right, so yeah, it was good. It was good. Danielle, hey, why are you why are you talking? It's supposed to be me. Am I? I'm not allowed to. I'm not allowed to. Oh god! Oh god! (laughs) I've created a monster. All right, guys, welcome to week 19 of the Bench Mob Scrubs podcast. Um, my name is Daniel. We're going to kind of switch it up, switch things up today, and uh, I'm going to be leading this session. Um, so first thing first, we're going to delve into our predictions from last week. Um, so let's go over them, right? So we got Ibrahim. He had the Niners over the Eagles as his lock, uh, and he had the upset of the Ravens over the Chiefs. When I first heard about that, I was a little shocked, especially with the injuries that the Ravens have had. Uh, and wasn't expecting that. So props to Ibrahim for going two for two for those picks. Obeyed had Cardinals over the Vikings uh, as his lock. And the upset was the Eagles over 49ers, which uh, definitely did not go through. So one for two there. Uh, I had the Bucks over the Falcons as a lock and the Raiders over the Steelers. Uh, both teams won. And Yusuf um, also was two for two with the Cardinals over the Vikings as his, locks, uh, as his lock. And upset was the Cowboys over the Chargers. So we're going to be tracking this on a weekly basis. We'll be posting this on Instagram. Let us know which scrub you agree with. Last time I actually chose the answer, which was obeyed. Uh, and it's always clearly, the right answer, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I chose the right answer. Clearly, I do not know how to use Instagram poll, right, yeah. or a quiz in this moment. So uh, we'll go ahead and fix that moving forward. But uh, which I was really surprised by the Ravens and the Chiefs matchup. What do you guys think? I wasn't surprised. I picked them to win it. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> yeah ibrahim by the way just saying you are the only one that's been that has had every single pick so far correct you're four for four you had the packers losing to the saints in week one which no one expected uh i had them as a lock to win the packers and then you had the ravens beating the chiefs so you are undefeated my friend might i add you know Ibrahim is also the only one that's 0-2 in our fantasy league. So let's, I was just about to say so that. Let's not I was just about, about to say that. So, and, and I'm the only one in, amongst all you four that's 2-0. and 0. So that let's is... 
So you know, let's let's put all the cards. Let's put all the cards on the deck. <laughs> Use them as five hundred. Yeah, yeah. So let's put it all on the on the deck. You know, don't just don't just cherry pick stats. Make sure you say all of them. So with teams, I guess he's better. With everything else, I'm better. Like it, it's it's fair. You know, it's fair. <laughs> in, in, so in I, th- I think this just says you know I'm I'm better at picking uh, winners. Obeid's better at building teams. So I'll give him that. And uh, Yusuf's just out here trying to go to Tafsir, man. <laughs> so basically, basically, all I'm hearing is uh, Ibrahim's Jerry Jones, and I'm. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So... Give me, give me Robert Kraft. <laughs> give me something better. <laughs> yeah. I give well, you Robert. Like choosing, yeah, that would be you're yeah. more of an analyst that's or betting or someone that's doing great with picks, and then Obey's the person that builds the team, like a GM. You're not really building that's great right. teams. Yeah. Can we can we also Bro, talk I'm, about I'm picking great teams? How did this turn from a compliment to like to shocks at me? This is, this is the Milwaukee Bucks all over again. Yeah. You can't blame me this I, I think time. I'm traumatized yeah. now. You yeah. can't blame me this time. Yeah, we should we, we should all apologize to Yusuf for being incorrect in apologizing basically, to Ibrahim. Basically, <laughs> even when Ibrahim is winning, he's losing. Yeah, exactly. basically. <laughs> I'm just trying to become the most relatable guy on this podcast. <laughs> Ibrahim is the new old Daniel. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ibrahim. I feel your pain. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but um, honestly, I, w- I was a little surprised that the uh, Chiefs uh, lost. But it is the regular season. And I think they'll, I think this will do two things. It'll motivate the Chiefs to like, work a little bit better and Mahomes made that silly interception. I think they were, they probably went into the game thinking that they were going to win. Maybe they were a little bit overconfident, but I think at the same time, the chiefs with all the, the most injured team in the NFL beat one of the top two teams in the NFL. So that's going to propel their confidence through the roof. And I think, you know, now I believe they're the favorites in their own division, even though the Browns are playing really well, though they struggled with the Texans um, last week. I think the Ravens now have going to have a lot of confidence moving forward uh, into the year. And uh, as I predicted, Pittsburgh's not doing great either. So I, I think right now this is their division for the taking, you know, as long as they, you know, um, capitalize on the momentum that they have going uh, to the rest of the year, especially if you can beat the chiefs. I mean, there's no, there's very few teams that are going to, you know, look dangerous to them. I got to, I got to, this was my pick and I'm going to tell you guys why I picked the Ravens. So first off, even though the Ravens have been decimated by injuries, they are dedicated to the run because of Lamar Jackson, right? No matter what's going on, he's going to be going out there, getting you a couple, like he's going to be running for it. And he got two rushing touchdowns. Uh, And another thing is the chiefs have a terrible run defense. And so when I looked at the matchup, sure. You got Patrick Mahomes. He's going to, He's going to light up the scoreboard, but you're going to have basically the Ravens gashing you on every possible run because the the Chiefs are just not a good run defense. And I got to give Harbaugh, what's the coach again? It's John or Jeff? I forget. John John Harbaugh. John John Harbaugh. I got to give him respect, right? Because when when Jackson threw those early picks, I think they were like on back-to-back series. I forget. Uh, you could have tried to just throw the ball and try to catch up and, you know, get away from what your strength is, but he doubled down and he, he went and he focused on the run. And the thing that I love the, the defining moment of the game was when it was fourth and one 
And he he's literally yelling from the sideline, Lamar, Lamar, do you want to go for it? And Lamar's like, yeah, I got this. And they go, they convert the first down, they win the game. And literally in that moment, I was thinking about the Packers last year in the playoffs and how their coach didn't even check in with Aaron Rodgers about going for it on fourth down. So, so to me, it just spoke volumes of the team was, it was the perfect matchup for the Ravens, even though they lost some guys, they were, they were dedicated to the run and they trusted their quarterback and he delivered. Uh, that being said, I agree with Obey. I think the chiefs are better for this loss because they, they, they've lost two of the last three when you think about it. And up until now, they've been thinking that they're invincible. They had Patrick Mahomes and I, I really, I, I'm, I'm rooting for a rematch. Chiefs, Bucks in the Super Bowl, and I really want uh, Mahomes to have a great year. And I, I think this is the wake up call they need because I really, really feel like they took the, took the gas, uh, the, the, their foot off the gas during this game. And so, great game, great, great game to watch as a fan. And I just love the result. Yusuf, uh, which team did you um, have the most fun watching in week two? I know your Dallas Cowboys beat the Chargers. Uh, that was your upset. Um, the team that I had the most fun watching was Besides the, the Bears. Chicago Bears. <laughs> and their defense <laughs> revived, baby. The back-to-back-to-back interception. Tell them, tell them why they were revived, Yusuf. Tell them the real reason Obey picked them out for fantasy. Tell, tell them why they were rejuvenated. Please yes. tell me. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Obey, are so you Obeyed. playing them this week? Oh, man, that's not a good sign. Go ahead, Yusuf. <laughs> You're not? <laughs> no. Oh, God. Come on, Obey. Come on, bro. Obey, take one for the team, man. I picked up the Ravens defense instead because I feel like they're all motivated now. So I don't know. Oh, yeah. See, well, that's why actually I thought the Chicago Bears defense came out the way they did was, you know, Daniel knows this, Obey knows this, Ibrahim knows this. If you're from Chicago, the Chicago Bears are known for their defense. And mm-hmm. um, them just getting torched uh, against the Rams with Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, and all those guys, I think was a wake-up call. Uh, you really don't see the Bears' defense get wrecked the way they did. So I knew they were going to bounce back. Uh, in the fashion that they did was very surprising. Back-to-back-to-back um, to back to back interceptions. You know, that's like the fun – bears football that i love watching that we really hadn't seen since honestly their 2018 run i would say uh so it's really hard for me to uh you know when the bears have a game like that it's hard for me to you know point a finger at another team and say i had a lot of fun watching them i did you know a close runner up was the tennessee titans i would say that was a good game. um that was a good game it was a really good game and you know you know how i feel about derrick henry guys And this man lit it up. He absolutely lit it up, especially in the second half. Uh, And then Julio Jones connecting with Ryan Tannehill. It looks like they're getting uh, on the same page. So I know Ibrahim's talking about the Baltimore Ravens and the Kansas City Chiefs. And I know Obey's talking about that too. But, you know, I I just don't think people can sleep on the Tennessee Titans either. You know, Um, they had a great bounce back game. They got a lot of talent there. So, that's one team to definitely watch out for in the AFC, I think. Well, Yusuf, let's gonna, go back to the. 
I'm gonna. I want to go back to once. One second. I want to go back to the Bears before we kind of move forward. Um, Danielle is the of, captain now, baby. Yeah, I control <laughs> everything. What? What have I done? Oh God. Uh, you. So while we're talking, before we jump off the Bears bandwagon on this topic, um, one question: How frustrated are you with Matt Nagy? Like oh, all this talk, dude. Don't even get me started, man. I, I, it's ridiculous, man. His it's the promises that he's making to players that like, I think is just, uh, it, it's not conducive. It's just not helpful for anybody on the team. So, you know, before they drafted Justin Fields, uh, he promised Andy Dalton, the starting spot, right? $10 million for one year guaranteed. You're going to start for us. And then they got into a position to draft Justin Fields. And now you draft this young talent who can be electric on the field, who has, you know, the craziest potential, but because Matt Nagy promised Andy Dalton the starting spot, I mean, there was no fight for the spot. You know what I mean? And now, uh, just today, Matt Nagy comes out and says, uh, Justin Fields is a starter right now because Andy Dalton's hurt. But then he goes out and says, when Andy Dalton's healthy again, he's a starter. So I think it's just kind of ridiculous. I think, you know, it demotivates players sometimes because that's telling me that no matter what I do, how I produce on the field, that once Andy Dalton's back, my job is going to go back to being the backup. And, you know, you can go back to a similar uh, experience with the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know if you guys remember with Tony Romo and Dak Prescott, where Tony Romo got hurt and then Dak Prescott came in and he was lighting it up and he was torching it. And then um, they had a very difficult decision to make. You know, do you continue to roll with Dak Prescott or do you bring back your, you know, quote unquote franchise quarterback, Tony Romo? Um, the Cowboys ultimately went with Dak Prescott. You know, you feed the hot hand. So I feel like Matt Nagy is making a huge mistake saying stuff that he shouldn't be saying. I think if Justin Fields is comfortable and getting the wins, why pull him out? It doesn't make any sense. So it's yeah, a long, long, uh, drawn out answer for you, but I'm, I'm super frustrated with Matt Nagy. Go ahead, Ibrahim. What do you want so, to say? So I, I got to give a counter, right? And I do agree with Yusuf in terms of like, don't make those kind of promises. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can pay the man $10 million, but you, everyone's got to come to camp and compete, right? Right. You got to compete. The thing that, and I love that he got the win. Uh, I love the way the defense played. I hated how Obey picked up the Bears and, you know, destroyed Abrar. Uh, Abrar got pretty pretty upset too, but for some reason he got upset. Triggered. <laughs> really but triggered. The, the, the thing that got me about Justin Fields, and the only reason why I'm kind of okay with what Nagy's doing, is Justin Fields had the most false starts by a quarterback I had ever seen. Yeah, uh, I, I don't I don't know if you watched the full game, but he had like yeah. I lost count, but it felt like five. Right. It felt like a yeah. bunch of them where it was it, it literally was he was just he wasn't in his comfort zone. And I, I think it's a product of sure. You don't know when you're going to get pulled. Right. So you're trying to make plays and, you know, he didn't know if Dalton was going to come back in. Um, but it's also a sign of, um, you know, he needs a little more time. And I love what the teams, the, the, the teams that pick quarterbacks high this year that aren't fully starting them. I love how they're giving them a taste of the action. So like with the, with the 49ers having uh, 
you know, Lance come in, do a couple plays. Justin Fields that first week, he was able to, you know, get a couple plays in. Uh, and so when he came in this, this game uh, and really had a, had a chance to play that, that full back half of the game, he really got to come in and, and, and be a little more comfortable, even though he's still getting false starts. And so I think the only reason why I'm okay with Nagy not just saying Justin Fields got it and he's going to run with it is once you go to the rookie, it's so hard to go back. You know what I mean? Like once you say, okay, it's Justin Fields' job, and if he throws four interceptions next game, it demoralizes the guy even even more to switch back to Dalton. I think just by saying, yeah, when Dalton comes back, he'll be the starter. It takes some of that pressure off to, off of Justin Fields it, it, from a from a fan perspective. And then if he has a bad game or two, it's not a big deal. But if he has a couple great games, then it could be okay. Let's keep Justin Fields in the game. Let's let's stick with the hot hand. But it kind of gives you an, an easy out, right? It, 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 for for this year at least, and that's how I see it. I think I think yeah. it was a. Uh, I, I understand the frustration with oh, just because we paid him ten million, which by the way is not a lot nowadays for a quarterback. That's like top. We, we like, all ain't balling like you a bit. Bro, <laughs> they could have they could have gotten him for cheaper before. No, they they, they, and they probably could have. for three years, twenty four million dollars. They but, probably could have. But yeah, beside yeah. the point, salary aside, I mean yeah. that is the right thing you do. I mean it's it's your quarterback, your starting quarterback who didn't do anything wrong. By the way, um, maybe he isn't the best or fan favorite, but he is a veteran, reliable. He has. Um, he has status in this league, you know, for whatever. Uh, I'm not a big fan, but nonetheless, he has a status in this league. He wasn't promised, but he earned that role. In training camp, I can guarantee you, at this point in their careers, Andy Dalton's a better quarterback than Justin Fields, right? And everybody can agree on that. So when one person is injured, doesn't mean that you give the job to somebody else and that's it's theirs. It's yes, you still stick with the actual starter when they come back. I mean, you're as a head coach, you're asked these questions in the media, like, oh, uh, if Andy Dalton is uh, when he gets better and he's, he's healed up, what's going to happen? Well, what is the response? What is a coach supposed to say? Uh, we'll evaluate at the time. No, that you have to show confidence in your in your decision that you made in two weeks ago before the season started saying, this is my starter. If this was like, I don't know, week 10 or week 11, it might be different. But since the season is so young, you have to stick with your decision because the season is so young and say that when Dalton's ready, he's going to be back. But things can change. This is the NFL. The NFL, just like any other sports league, is about this phrase. What have you done for me lately? If Fields is going out balling five touchdowns a game for the next two to three weeks, of course he's going to be the starter. But the point is that saying that Dalton is a starter when he is ready to go and healthy is the right answer and the easy answer as a head coach at that at this moment. So, yeah, man. Okay, go ahead, Daniel. Yeah, I was just going to say, man. I mean, Yusuf, as a Bears fan, man, it's been really, really frustrating uh, watching Matt Nagy handle the press conference. And I think Matt Nagy is a really, really nice person. I think he's a people's coach. Uh, and I think... He's genuinely nice, and I think he can rile people up, but I think he's a fraud. He was supposed to be the offensive guru to come here and build this Bears offense. For the last four years, we've been 25th or below in terms of offensive stats, right? Rushing, passing, total offense. Um, And, you know, even when he does have talent, even the last game when he had, um, you know, fields out on the field, 
they weren't using him properly, right? It was like he wasn't rolling him out. He wasn't. He didn't have the proper game plan uh, in case um, Dalton would get injured so that Fields could come in and use him properly. I don't think he takes advantage of his players' skill set, and I think that's why I think we got to get rid of him. The sooner the better. I, I wish they let him go before we brought on Fields, but I know they're he's going to be here for at least this year and next year, and if it continues to be bad, then they'll fire him, but I think Look, that might be too late. I'm not a fan of Nagy either. I don't think he's a good coach, and he was a wrong hire, but yeah, you cannot blame him for Andy Dalton getting injured and then him coming in uh, the third quarter or whatever or the second quarter of the game, and you're expecting Fields to ball out or, or be great and knowing your player's strengths right away and having the entire setup that you've planned for for an entire week change in a matter of seconds. I don't think that's how it works. It's really difficult for it to work, especially having a rookie there. You, He's taught a certain line. He's taught, he's taught a certain set of plays, right? Uh, he isn't taking first team reps, which is one of the reasons why, Ibrahim, he was getting all those penalties. He doesn't have that proper rep. Now he probably will. He likely won't get it you know, at the end of the day, but you can't expect someone to change the entire playbook in a matter of minutes. When your starter is injured, you're not expecting the starter to be injured. They might, might not have a special package of place for the quarterback. Nobody plans for a backup uh, within the game plan. They plan for the starters and if the starter is injured, oh, well, the backup has to come up next man up and play. Whether it's played to the strengths of the playbook that's what they're going to have to do because at that time you cannot cater the entire offense to that one player in a matter of minutes. It does not make sense. I'm not but defending I'm, Nagy. All I'm saying is that you have to look at it from that perspective. I'm not so, just referencing this game. I'm referencing in the past as well with Trubisky. Uh, that's what I mean. Like it's not just one game in the yeah. past. It's also See, but, the past where he doesn't use uh, his – Skill sets well, it's not just that. I think ultimately it's the pattern that you see, right? Yeah. The, the issue I have with Matt Nagy is his stubbornness. Yeah. He can't admit when he's wrong, and he just doesn't want to give a play calling. He doesn't want to give up play calling, and he's just very like, no, I know, and you don't. And what's crazy is you have Andy Reid, and you guys know how I feel about Andy Reid. I think he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. Um, he gave Matt Nagy advice. He said, you know, sometimes I know like in the media, you have to say, oh yeah, we've blocked out all the negativity or we blocked out what the media or the fans are saying and stuff. Andy Dalton, I mean, uh, sorry, Andy Reid gave him a piece of advice. He said, sometimes you got to go and listen to what they're actually saying. Cause there's a chance that you're not seeing it the way the other people are, you know what I mean? And so obey I get where you're coming from, but at the same time, like, you just you can't be so definitive in your play calling in, in the sense that like, oh, no, this is the way it is. Like nobody's expecting Justin Fields to like torch everybody. But I mean, if he's playing decent, let the kid keep balling. I mean, if he's struggling, like Ibrahim said, yeah, there's an out and you can bring Andy Dalton back in. But I mean, why would you go out and say, oh, yeah, no, it doesn't matter. Once Andy, uh, Andy Dalton's back, he's going to be our starter. Like that's ridiculous to me. And nobody should buy that, that. But I'm saying that's I'm not saying that's not ridiculous. All I'm saying is that you have to see if, if he had changed his mind and he said, oh, no, we'll see how he does and this and that. You're not giving the players on your team confidence, the, the players that have earned that starting spot. Right. Yes. You come into training camp. Everybody comes in. It's an equal opportunity for you know a certain set of players. But at the same time, you have there's earned roles as well. Andy don't earn this role. He did not 
he did not play bad to lose this role. He was injured when he comes back because he, at the time, whenever it may be next week or two weeks from now, he likely is going to be the starter. That is the right answer. I'm saying whether it's the right thing to do or not, that is the right answers. All I'm saying is as a head coach, why do you have to say a definitive thing? Why do you have to say that? Why can't you say, well, you know, if, Hey, Andy Dalton's done a lot, but if Justin Fields is doing really well, we're going to keep, you know, the hot hand going. We're going to do what's best for the football team. Ultimately, why? I understand that, but you, but you're that, that is a, 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 a bad sense of leadership and that's devaluing Andy Dalton and what he has accomplished. And and, I don't know. And can I, can I do one counterpoint and I'm going to reference basketball. I want to talk about the Ben Simmons situation. And I agree with what Obey's saying, because before the series was over, when they lost to the Hawks, Doc Rivers was like, Ben Simmons is our point guard. I'm not going to take him out at the end of the game. You know, we're fully committed to him. Uh, At the end of the series, when they lost, he was asked, do you feel like Ben Simmons can can be a point guard on a championship team? And instead of giving him a definite answer, he's like, yes, he's our point guard. You can, in back of your mind, you can, you can trade him later. Uh, he said in the moment, I can't answer that question. And now Ben Simmons is not going to show up to, to camp. He wants to get traded. The, 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 uh, the Sixers are going to get like pennies on the dollar if they trade him. I know Andy Dalton is not Ben Simmons. I know he's not on a max contract, but it's the same kind of mentality, right? If, if you aren't giving your team strong leadership, especially in football, right? That you need strong leadership in football, uh, if you don't give that, I, I can see it causing more problems, right? So it, I get what he, he's be right. You're sending a bad message. It's not just about Andy Dalton. It's about the rest of the team. Somebody, Allen Robinson, get hurt, and you have a, a backup rookie, uh, you know, a wide receiver come in, and he's uh, undrafted, and he does fantastic. Sure, yeah, you're going to start him over Allen Robinson, but at the same time, Allen Robinson has earned that spot. If he's injured, it's not his fault. <laughs> when he comes back, when any sane co- uh, media person a- asks the coach, they're going to give the same answer. Yeah, when uh, Robinson's injured, he's going to be starting for us. That's what you do because it builds confidence and it stays and the pay- players have that confidence in their head that I'm going to come back, I'm going to work hard and be that. If you tell, if you say that, why would Andy Dalton have that motivation to want to come back and do better? If you know that, oh, uh, if he does well, well I'm not going to so, have my so position anymore. So let me ask anymore. you this. Let me let me ask you this. Who's the who who's the greatest coach of all time? Would you say in the NFL? Belichick. Belichick, right? What happened when Drew Bledsoe got hurt and Tom Brady came back in? I mean, came in. Never went back. Did Drew, Bla- I, I, did, did, did Drew Bledsoe ever come back and play for the Patriots again? I don't think Obey's yeah, saying that. No, 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 no. I know you're not saying that. I know you're not saying that. Drew Bledsoe wasn't this like terrible was, quarterback he, either. He was good. Drew Bledsoe was, was a Pro Bowl quarterback at exactly. the time. Was I was good. not there for the press conference, so I don't know what Belich- if Belichick. But all I'm saying that question. But I'm all all I'm saying is if the re- what was the reason Drew Bledsoe didn't become the starter once he was healthy again? It's because Tom Brady was producing. It's because Tom Brady was producing wins, and the team was behind him, and they were ultimately successful so in this situation i'm not comparing justin fields to tom brady i'm not comparing the bears to the patriots but the themes are the same and in the themes if justin fields is playing well and if the defense is rejuvenated because they got this young charismatic guy and they're producing 
And now this entire team is behind Justin Fields. And this entire, you know, atmosphere has changed with Justin Fields. Why would you go back to Andy Dalton? You so, Dude, I, so one I'm, thing I, I'm I'm not arguing that. Yeah, he's You're not arguing the that. wrong point. All I am I literally said. No, 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 but, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying. I said if, if he's going out, why would you say one thing? As a coach, <laughs> can, why would you can, say can, that? Guys, it doesn't can, make sense. Can I say one thing? So the the Tom Brady example is a great example. Tom Brady took took over the the starting gig, dominated. But I don't know if you guys remember, but in the the championship game, the the AFC championship game, he got knocked out of the game. And so Drew Blusso came back and he won the game uh, for the, for the Patriots and took them to the Super Bowl. And after the game, uh, Bill Belichick was like, Tom Brady's our quarterback. Uh, so it is like, sometimes you got to just stick with your guy. Um, but Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with all of you guys. Yusuf. So one thing that, you know, Matt. How can you agree be... with all of us when we're disagreeing? I agree with different components with each of you guys, right? I mean, I feel like Obeyed and Ibrahim. Are we all getting side. participation trophies? Yeah, like, exactly. what is happening here? But hey, Yusuf, uh, the thing is with Matt Nagy, he might also be saying, suppose Fields struggles. I'm not saying he is, but suppose he does and he doesn't do as well in the next three games and Dalton is healthy he might go back to Dalton, but obviously if feel, and he, and maybe that's why he said that because he wants to keep, you know, he wants feels to get as much experience and be as ready as possible. And that's just what Mad Nagy said from the beginning. I'm not going to put feels in until I feel like he's fully ready. And as we saw last game, he's not fully ready, but I think he'll get there with more experience. But I think we, us and Matt Nagy had different, uh, have different thoughts as to how it's, to go about got, this. So. Guys, guys, it's very simple. It's literally, what I said earlier, it's about what have you done for me lately? If Fields goes out, exactly. And balls, if Fields if does he balls, exactly. five, six, he's seven, gonna come, he's if gonna he gets stay like, there. if he gets three touchdowns, how much a game, you want to bet he doesn't? How much you want to bet he doesn't? How I, much not, you want to bet that Justin Fields, if, if that he happens, does well, if he does well, that would be super. And Andy, Dal- and Andy Dalton is back, healthy. Matt Nagy will bench Justin Fields and bring Andy Dalton back. That, would be I, I, that I is agree. what Matt Nagy does. I agree with you there. Listen, listen, relax and listen. You are right with him. If he balls out and yes. then Dalton comes in and a starter, that's wrong. That's right? stupid. The, saying Dalton is a starter is the safe right Safe, answer for yes. the team right now you yeah. cannot say that you so this is a better question who's going to be gone first Nagy or ryan pace uh i think matt Nagy. uh it's a trick question they're they both are going to sign <laughs> lifetime contracts so. <laughs> dude with the bears and you don't that's even my, i would not even be surprised night, that's my nightmare <laughs> it's like bulls all over again with scar packs <laughs> <laughs> well let's get back to it guys so uh, there are a couple of two and O teams, and we have a couple of O and two teams. I want to ask each of you guys, who, which team has been the most surprising? Whether that be in a good way or in a bad way. Obey, let's start with you. Uh, for me, we I got think five two and O teams, and I think we got about a couple. I mean, I, I know before we, were t- you guys were saying the Panthers, and I've, it, that's probably the right answer. But I'll stick with my first one. I'll say the Broncos uh obviously because they have a place in my heart but actually all the both the nfc west teams afc west uh, raiders and the broncos i'm gonna say the broncos because i thought the raiders would be okay this year um especially because i like gruden as a coach and he's good broncos i didn't even know what was going to happen because half their team was injured uh who knew how bridgewater was going to do on this team but you know they're doing really well um they haven't had like a tough test yet 
but um, I'm, I'm surprised that, you know, they're, they're tied for first place in their division after two weeks. I didn't think that was going to happen. Um, so, you know, hopefully they can go deep into the playoffs, but that division's looking a lot better than a lot of people expected because they thought Kansas City was going to run away with that division, but it's going to be a lot closer than most people think. Hey, Ibrahim, uh, what about you? What are your thoughts? What was the question again? Sorry. Okay. The question was, <laughs> when are you going to finish law school? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I asked no, ask myself that question every the most <laughs> surprising that you're most surprising to an O team and a good no it could even be a bad team that's O and two that you were just, you're just surprised the surprise Bro, you're changing team the question i'll go with the two and O team i'm <laughs> going fine. with the raiders. the raiders uh john gruden so sometimes when you when you get a guy uh it might be he's he's talented still or now it's just the brand right the brand name going into this year i felt like john gruden wasn't the John Gruden of old. I think it was, he was just kind of going off of kind of name recognition. It was the brand of John Gruden. And the last couple of years, we've seen him try to, you know, blow up the Raiders, you know, try to stockpile his own team, try to get rid of, you know, Carr and like, you know, get another quarterback. And, and this year I wasn't expecting a lot. And, and to be honest, I, I thought this was going to be the year that he would get fired. Right. I thought they were going to be terrible. Um, but lo and behold, Derek Carr comes out there. He's he's balling. They got a good team. They got a solid defense. I was really really impressed with them uh, these first two weeks. And you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna say it here. I don't think he's gonna win the MVP, but I think he's gonna be in the conversation if he keeps playing this way. And I think it's Derek Carr. He's he's gonna be in that conversation. He's but some out. respect in his name. He's a good good there underrated quarterback. We go, let's go. He's a great. For for I think he's a he's definitely in my mind top a top 10. ten quarterback, right? He's not, you know, he's not in that first batch, he's in that next tier. Uh, but if you're the Raiders, right? I never got why they wanted to trade him. Like, unless you're getting Patrick Mahomes or like Watson or like you know, somebody on that level, you're not gonna really find that many people better than Derek Carr. So, you know, I'm gonna say I was surprised by them and you know, I really do hope they make the playoffs. I, I, I really, for for their cachet uh, and for, for John Gruden's job, I hope they make the playoffs. Out of anybody that I've ever listened to, aside from Peyton Manning, um, all the young budding quarterbacks that are listening to this podcast, which are probably very few, but nonetheless, um, watch <laughs> Derek Carr's, this. <laughs> listen, listen to Derek Carr, Carr's post-game interviews, pre-game interviews. He's a man of respect. And he knows how to do things the right way. And he holds himself to a high standard. And the way he talks and the leadership that he portrays, it's bar none, one of the best I've seen from any player in any sport. Just the way he, he's so selfless in, 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 in how he carries himself. And I think that's one of the things I respect about him more than anything. Khalil Mack and him were really good friends and, uh, when he was at uh, a part Correct. of the Warriors team. So, yes. um, Yusuf. Which team are you going to choose? I know these guys chose pretty good teams. So, yeah. what are you left with? We're talking about uh, who we're surprised or shocked about so far. Yeah. After week two, which team has been the most surprising for yeah, you? Yeah. You know, I honestly, I thought Besides the Bears, the Bears. Would be two, two and zero. Oh. And <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> no, we no, said we um, would not mention the Bears. Yeah, after. yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry, babe. No, no, no. But um, honestly, joking aside, 
the Panthers, like we were talking about. Uh, I did not expect them to is be that because Sana is from I know. North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably Bro, ecstatic. Is she telling you to answer? Is, this, is she yeah. telling? Is she telling you to answer this? You don't have to. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Blink no, if you, know, you need help. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no, but um, I I thought you know like the first game they played the Jets, so that win is like whatever. But when they beat the Saints, uh, pretty convincingly, right? It was a I blowout. Think? Yeah, it was a blowout. Exactly. And uh, the same Saints team that blew out the Packers, um, these Panthers might be for real. So they are surprising uh, 2-0 team. An 0-2 team that I think will turn it around, um, actually, maybe, is the Indianapolis Colts. But I know Carson Wentz went out. Is he back, though? I think he's, he's going to be out for a little bit. He's got two sprained ankles. Yeah, how did yeah. he do that? I don't even know how you do that, man. <laughs> how, how do you do that, that? That takes a certain level of talent. Guess, but, guess you could well, say his guess. Guess you could say his ankles went in the wrong direction. Oh my! <laughs> <God>. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. I, I was impressed. You know, can I just add another name to the MVP? Go ahead, go ahead, Ibrahim. Talk. Sure. We're not talking. Yeah. We're not talking about MVP, but go ahead. No, no, yeah. No, what because, what uh, what player what player on the Bears? Just tell us, Yusuf. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. But uh, Darnell Mooney. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. So, Wait, you know, after Ibrahim, all those drops. Yeah, Ibrahim, Ibrahim and uh, Obeid were talking about Derek Carr, but I I I think you can't forget uh, Kyle Murray. Yes. Uh, yes I think yes, he's yes, probably yes. the most valuable to his yes. team. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think they've I had back-to-back 30-point games, and their defense is just not that great. So they're really going to need Kyle Murray to, like, step up and perform. Uh, yeah, I know Bade has him, so. I mean, I look, Bade I'm, I'm going to root for anybody I have on my team for fantasy. Uh, Kyle Murray doesn't have it to me, I don't think. I just mm, – uh, I think he's – I think he's, he's having... a poor – for me, he's, like <laughs> – He's a poor man's Russell Russell Wilson, which isn't a bad thing, by the way. But that's what I think he is. Um, I don't know how long he's going to last in the league. That's all I'm saying. I think he's a phenomenal Injury. talent. I think, yeah, I just think he's going to have something. He's going to have like an RG three esque thing in the next two to three years. My my opinion. I hope not. I hope I hope I'm so wrong about it. But uh, I don't know the way he plays. Great. He just seems a little too small. Um, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, you know, with that, but, um, well, I'll go ahead and talk about the team that surprised, has surprised me the most after two weeks. And it's a team that is not two and oh, uh, it is a team that is one and one. It is the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys have, maybe it's just me listening to skip every single day on my walk skip, during skip, lunch. Skip, <laughs> skip. <laughs> I feel like I feel like undisputed all they do is just talk about the Cowboys. Like or LeBron that's James. literally all or LeBron James. I, I, I mean I don't know if like their whole the what's it called the whole team over there is just a Cowboys yeah. fan but like they all they do is talk about the Cowboys but uh, the Cowboys, they played two really good teams, right? They played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and they played the Chargers. Before the season started, a lot of people said the Buccaneers and the Chargers are probably, in terms of talent, the top five teams talent-wise in terms of their roster. Um, Obey's making a little face, but I, I think th- that's accurate. If you think about the Chargers with Bosa on the, on the defensive side and you got a lot of talent on the offensive side with Justin Herbert, Eckler, and receivers, you got Mike Williams and 
Keenan Allen. So they beat, I mean, they lost to the Buccaneers, but I know the kicker missed a couple of kicks uh, that first game. And uh, they were toe to toe with the, the Buccaneers who were on the home court, just came off a Super Bowl win. Uh, and Dak's first game, he might have played one of his best games ever. Uh, the second game, they beat the Chargers in overtime, but they had a lot of their defensive linemen and linebackers out uh, for that game due to COVID, et cetera. But nonetheless, they were able to win. Um, and for me, that is a team that has been doing well. But then again, they always play well in the beginning and they always kind of just suck it up near the end, and which is what Stephen A. Smith wants. He wants them to just rate, uh, just do great in the beginning and then just come down. Um, so that is my team that I have been surprised by most. And I'm excited to see what happens because Dak looks really good. He's back in form. They ran the ball really well last week uh, against uh, Chargers with uh, Elliott and uh, Pollard. So uh, I think that's a team that's going to probably going to win the uh, NFC um, East. So let's see what happens. Uh, so- st- st- staying in the, staying in the NFC guys. Isn't it crazy how good the NFC West is? It's insane yes. how yeah. good they are. Like they could literally be four teams from the NFC West in the playoffs. That's insane. All of them are, I mean, and I did not tell you guys about the Rams, how good they're going to be. And I'm excited for that matchup next week with the Buccaneers. That's going to be, that's going to be some be fireworks. Cool. That's going to be some fireworks right there. Yo, who, well, who let's take that game. I'm going to I'm going to take the Buccaneers in that game. But but like I said I'm going to stick with my preseason prediction that um I'm going to take the Bucks now but in the playoffs Rams. I'm going to take the Rams to upset them to go to the Super Bowl. Damn, that's a bold prediction. Well, Ibrahim, like, let's get uh let's move on to our next question. I'll go ahead it, and uh, have Is it staggering for say? you guys? Is it is it it, it was for like static. a sec. It was for like a second, static. but I think we're good now. Is it good? Okay, okay, go ahead. All right, sorry. Go ahead. It was for a second, but we're good. Ibrahim, which one week three matchup are you looking forward to the most? And also give us your lock and upset for week three, which we will document. And let's see if you can say perfect. Oh, man. Talk about the pressure. Can you come back to me? I, I, I haven't looked at the matchups yet. <laughs> None of us have. Uh, oh, okay. I, I need to know who's playing who. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> so you seem like you're ready. Uh, you want to yeah. go ahead one matchup that you're looking forward to well, and so, uh, your lock and upset for the week. Yeah, uh, the matchup I am looking most forward to is uh, what Ubaid was talking about, the Rams and the Buccaneers. I think that's just going to be fireworks. Uh, Tom Brady, Matt Stafford, the Rams defense against a high-powered offense with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think it's just going to be a really, really good game. I do think that the Buccaneers will come out on top uh, in that game. Um, my lock for this week is give me the Cardinals over the Jaguars. You're sticking with the Cardinals, huh? Yep. I'm going to stick with the Cardinals. Uh, I mean, that's Trevor Lawrence pick, and the honest. Jaguars. I mean, hey, that's what a lock is, lock. right? Yeah, Fair enough. Enough. I mean, dude. Like... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say two Cardinals. upsets. I want two upsets. <laughs> yeah. And then my upset of the week, I know we said we wouldn't talk about it, but <laughs> his upset my... is his upset is Cardinals over Jags. Same game. <laughs> <laughs> I know, the same. 
I'll go 50-50. I want to stay 500, guys. <laughs> no, but I'm going to go with uh, the Chicago Bears over the Cleveland Browns. Uh, oh I, think this, <laughs> I think the defense is rejuvenated. And I think the Browns, you know, Jarvis Landry's hurt. Um, I think ODB is going to be coming back, but this will be his first game back in who knows how long. And I think the Bears will probably take advantage of that. And then Justin Fields, let's see what he can do. Um, I think this is the one game that so uh, before we move on really Browns. you so before we move on give us your prediction for the uh justin fields for week three his stat line the stat line i'm gonna say he's gonna go <clears throat> um 21 for 32 um he's gonna throw for 250 yards and he'll throw a <laughs> touchdown and then he'll run for 65 yards okay nice um ibrahim on to you did you figure out which team you want to talk about <laughs> yes my lock denver broncos over the jets lock, <laughs> lock that in uh, and then, i don't know is that an upset or is that a uh that's a lock like that's that, a lock bro uh, that's the, a lot. The Jets are. <laughs> you said Denver. Oh, Jets. Okay, my bad. I heard yeah. I heard Bro, if we get, what did you hear? The Mets? Like what? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I had. I, for some reason, I heard the Charges, but I'm just. I think. Danny, I'm our 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 uh, our football team from Intermurals would probably <laughs> give the Jets a run for their money. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> okay, so Denver over the Jets in your lock. Uh, th- that's my lock. Or upset. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Upset. <laughs> I'm taking notes, okay? <laughs> I, I, I will be upset. back to resume my duties next week, everyone. <laughs> we, should, we, should have a, we should have a poll. Which, See, this, which one this would is you why, like to... Can you imagine Matt Nagy coming out and saying, hey, I don't care how da- Danielle does, obey this coming back and going to be her. And everybody's like, Post. we get it. We yeah. understand. <laughs> so my, my upset yes. is the Green Bay Packers over the 49ers. Oh, that's a good. Oh, that's, that's, upset. that's a okay, good okay. upset. That's a that's good, good upset. upset. Yeah, mm, I like that. Nice. I like that. Obey. Right. Oh boy, Ibrahim. Before we move on, um, you got to tell us which matchup you're looking forward to the most in, in week three. In oh, uh, it's a two part question. Okay, well, you want me to come I, I, back I, again? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so what I am very interested to see is uh, Zach Williams. Oh, well, Wilson against Williamson? uh the, <laughs> Williamson. <laughs> no, Zach Wilson <laughs> against yes. the Broncos defense. So the Broncos have a have a really solid defense, and Wilson just threw four picks. Uh, I want to see how he bounces back. And Robert Salah, shout out to him, uh, said all the right things after the press con um, in the the after the game at the press conference, saying that we want to teach Wilson that. It, it, you can play it safe. You don't have to go for the big, big play. And he said all the right things. Now I want to see if, if he actually, if Zach Wilson actually listens, or is he still going to go chasing the, those big plays? And I Zach think that's Wilson really- is garbage. He yeah. was in college and he's going to be in the NFL. Simple as Ibrahim, that. Ibrahim, do you think, do you think he'll bounce back or what? I don't think he's throwing four picks. I think he's getting pulled before he throws four, four more picks. I think my, my, my bold prediction has to do with Zach Wilson. He will have more interceptions than completions in the next game. Oh, wait. Wait, what? <laughs> wait, more interceptions? Huh. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What's, the, what's the stat line? Yusuf gave uh, Justin Fields. <laughs> what's your stat line for he's gonna Zach have, Wilson? 
He's gonna have four. He's gonna have three completions, four interceptions. That that's how, my many, how many touchdowns though? How many touchdowns huh? go another way? How many how many pick sixes? I, I don't think there's gonna be a pick six. Just, just okay. interception. At least he got that going. He's he's, but yeah, that, he's, that, that, he's he's the worst quarterback I have seen in a long time. He's awful. Yeah. No. He's, I I mean I I agree awful. with Obey. To be honest. I, feel I like haven't the seen whole, enough of them. The the whole Zach Awful. Wilson jumping up to like the number two reminded me a lot of like Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky compa- at at this yeah, yeah, stage I think Mitchell Trubisky compared is, to Zach yeah. Wilson. Mitch Trubisky looks like Peyton Manning yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared no, 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 to Zach Wilson. That. Zach yep. Wilson's terrible. And That's Trevor Lawrence from you. Trevor Lawrence isn't that good either. Seriously. But, they're not okay, good. Zach Wilson's like 14, dude. Come on. <laughs> okay, I mean that's true. I'll, he Give hasn't even matured yet. Yeah, he yeah he hasn't even. Wait, matured wait, he yet. hits puberty. Game over. Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! <laughs> so, Bade, for um, you, uh, which matchup are you looking forward to, and what are your locks and upsets for uh, week three? My lock is the Raiders over the Dolphins. Okay. Mm. Okay. My upset. You know what? This is going to be really surprising. But I'm gonna go Chargers over Chiefs is my upset. Ooh, that's Whoa. a good one. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. not terrible. I mean, the Chargers are they're pretty good. It's a division no, no, game. The, the it's a division history. game. You're, you're talking you're talk about the wow. You have you have Chiefs, Chiefs going, starting one and two. Yeah. Wow. Um wow. Which match are you looking forward to? Obviously, obviously, look, I'm looking forward to the Bucks and Rams, but um, I'm going to keep a close eye on, and I'm actually really, really hyped for this game, the Eagles and Cowboys. I want to see how Prescott does at home, and I want to see how uh, Jalen Hurts does in the, in this division game because I think like the winner of this game is really going to kind of show how the NFC East can go throughout the year because, honestly, aside from the Giants, who are hot garbage right now, any of those three teams, the Eagles, um, Cowboys, or football team, can has an opportunity to win that division. So I'm interested to see how the first division game is going to go uh, between these because it's gonna it, it's gonna come down to one of these three teams, and it's it's gonna be a good matchup under the lights. Uh, Jalen Hurts, you know, first first game Monday Night Football. Um, you know, Dak Prescott, you know, he had a great game for Week One. Didn't have the best game Week Two. But, you know, they had a better rushing attack. So we'll see how the Cowboys, you know, what, what type of uh, team they're going to put on the field week three, if they're going to be rushing or throwing or, or all that. So I'm, I'm intrigued to see that game. But obviously, you know, Bucks and Rams are going to is going to be an awesome game. And this is such a cool game because I think it, I mean, this might be in the 40s, like both teams might go into the 40s. It's, it's, it's going to be rocking and it's going to be high scoring affair. And if you have them on your fantasy team, anybody from the Rams or Bucks, please start them. That's my he fantasy advice third. of the week, too, by the way. Uh, so I made a four and one. I included all that fantasy advice. Anybody on the Bucks and Rams on offense, start them. Don't start their defenses. Start anybody on offense. <laughs> even even start their offensive line, man. If you can find them. If, uh, if you have that in your fantasy, by all means, start them. Do it. Yeah. Um, great. I, I think these matchups in uh, every week they're so fun. There's always a couple of games that you can. I think uh, for me, the Chiefs and the Chargers are going to be. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I think it could be an AFC showdown. Uh, AFC cha- uh, championship showdown because I think the Chargers are just loaded with talent and I think Justin Herbert is the real deal. 
Um, and Eckler is awesome as well as with the receivers. And, uh, you know, obviously um, you have Mahomes and they're upset that they lost to the Ravens. And I think that's going to be a lot of fun, just like the Rams and Buccaneers. It's going to be a lot of fun for me. Yeah. My locks for week three is I have the rate. Um, I have the Ravens over the Lions as my lock. And I have the Washington football team over the Buffalo Bills. The Washington team oh, with Heineke. What? They're good, guys. And the Bills, they were really good last year. But I, I think a lot of people are watching them. And I think they're taking them really seriously. And I think week one was, you know, they obviously lost to the Steelers. And week two, obviously, Tua got hurt and it was a blowout. But I would not be surprised if the Washington football team, who has a great defense, as well as Heineke with McLaurin, and they're running backs, and one of them, which I'm trying to get off of Ibrahim Chaudhry, uh, but he's not giving it to me, uh, is something that I'm uh, definitely looking forward to and would not be surprised if um, they pull that upset. Okay, everyone, it's that time of day where we all get back to getting some sleep. Um, this was a lot of fun, a lot of good discussion. Uh, we talked about the Bears for about four, four-fifths of this conversation, which I am okay with, me and Yusuf are okay with. Uh, and uh, obviously we look uh, forward to how these games go. I think it's so fun to, you know, be able to watch football every week. Uh, it's definitely one of the best um, times of the year. I think we're all, you know, excited about that. And I think, you know, I'm excited that, to see how Justin Fields is going to do. Yeah, that go trig- ahead. That, that triggered me when you said best time. Of the I know. Year. I, I said it for you. <laughs> I said it for you. So it would get triggered. There's a story about that, which we probably can't relay over here on the podcast. <laughs> uh, but, out of all the uh, statuses. Out of, out of all the statuses. That's enough of a hint. all the comments. <laughs> Uh, it was a maids that was chosen <laughs> there's so many other things but you know uh, but overall this was a lot of fun um i love talking to you guys about this i think most of us you know all of us just like conversing and we have this conversations all the time on our whatsapp group but it's always nice to get this and have other people listen to us because i think we really have good content and Guys, we are trying to stay more consistent. We will be releasing episodes every Thursday morning, every other Thursday morning. So twice a month minimum. If one of us is not able to make it, we will have special guests coming over, uh, which we're looking forward to. And I think we have a couple of people really, in line we, that we would like. We really should have somebody. Here. We should. I think, I think, I think it'd be time. cool. So I think, I think for the 20th week, episode, I, 20th episode. is like, should. Yeah, That is a great. Let's do it. So, yeah. yeah. We so, should have two people. Two thinking, man. Two, two people on. Uh, who really who really wanted to be on there? Sam, right? But he doesn't know. He doesn't, and he, he doesn't know Jack's part about football. So, Sam or Abrar, if you're listening and if you heard our podcast, if you can message us in the group that you would like to partake in this next episode, we will choose you. So, whoever messages first. Yeah. Yeah. The first. The first yeah. two people after this, we release this podcast in our yeah. WhatsApp group that message us about it. They will be chosen. How's that? I think no, fair. no, 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 no. I want the guy from New Zealand. I want the guy. Who is he? Find him. Find him first. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything. About, I don't know anything about rugby that we could talk about. So, I mean, it's just like, oh. And so, uh, I yeah, I mean, I think it's a great idea, Obey. I think we should definitely have the guys uh, on. I think it would be great for them to chime in. And um, I think it would be awesome. And I, I think our plan is also not to just do sport topics. We also want to talk about other things. I know Yusuf 
has uh, talked about that. And we want to be able to um, relay that to a lot of other people that don't just listen to sports. So we're looking forward to talking about those topics as well in the near future. Um, thanks for joining us. And uh, we look forward to uh, speaking with you guys uh, relatively soon in the next coming weeks. And uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Obey's like there's one more, but you're missing it. I don't know which one that is. But nonetheless, follow us, find us, and follow us. And uh, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Take care, guys. Bye.